We're going to go on a journey with the Lord today. One of the things I love about the Bible and what I love about Jesus is that he speaks in parables, that he spoke in parables. He always created a picture for a concept he was trying to convey. So he's given us so many analogies and imagery to begin to imagine who he is. And it's just such a small, such a small picture. He has to take these finite things that we know and have knowledge of and try to explain infinite things through it, which is almost impossible, which is why it can't be done unless we have faith to believe that we can see things that are unseen, things we've never seen before, that we don't even have a grasp and a concept of. So today, we're actually going to take some of the imagery out of the Bible and apply it to our own lives and how it affects us. Because it's not just, you know, when it talks about Jesus being the bridge, being a, the mediator. There's so much in that. And all he can describe himself is a bridge to cross from one side of a lake to one side to the other. And I believe there's more. There's more in what he's trying to say, even in a simple comparison to him and a bridge. And so we're going to go there today. We're going to stretch our minds of understanding who he is and allow him to take us beyond our own thoughts that we would not lean on the things we know about him. You would take us into uncharted territory. This is not just for creative people. This is for logical people too. <laughs> You're free to journal. You're free to move around if you need to. It's one of the things that doesn't happen but I feel like it helps unlock. It's like when we're on a journey and we're just laying there, but nothing we don't do anything with our bodies and it's here. That's like one singular aspect of it. But when you start to walk around, when you're talking about walking, it brings a fullness and understanding to your whole being. And that's not me like as a dancer and a mover trying to guilt you. It's actually just an opportunity for an even greater expression and even, not greater, I don't mean greater, I mean fuller. A full body experience in understanding. So please don't read me wrong when I'm like, everyone should move, everyone should get out of their mind. It's not what I'm going for. So be free to do whatever you need to do. I just encourage you to lean into him this morning. There's no expectation. We only expect him. So we're going to start in the forest. 
I would say what seems almost like a wilderness. And you don't have to be a seer to know what it's like to be in the forest. There's nothing else around, no one else around. The forest is thick and it's dark. There's not much light coming in from the canopy above. Now I will say, if you don't want to come with us and the Lord takes you other places, be led by the Spirit. Do not be led by me. If you need to tune me out, just go (laughs) somewhere else. Please do that. Try not to be annoying to you. But for those that need more direction, come with me. Let's go together. So we begin walking, climbing through this very thick forest. Every sound you hear are only sounds that you make. As you bump into trees, push over logs, finding your way through, the ground crunches under your feet. Sticks snapping. The great vastness of the forest feels empty and lifeless, even though you are surrounded on all sides by these lifeless trees. The trees crowd you. You don't have your own space. You weave and navigate through these tight places and spaces. Up and over deadfall. Trying to find a place for your feet to land on the ground. Trying to find a sense of direction. unwelcome pokes and scratches mark your body from bumping into trees and bark just that general irritation but you continue on Thank you. 
As you continue, the trees begin to thin out. It becomes wider, and there's enough space that the light is breaking through the canopy above. You're able to put a couple feet, one in front of the other, as you walk. Maneuvering and navigating. You can hear the sound of your footsteps, but you are also aware that there are other sounds coming faintly in the distance. is getting brighter as you continue there's a small clearing and you see a path a very small beaten path before you You continue down this little path. And you're aware that the presence of life and activity is increasing as you keep going. to hear a familiar sound. It's faint, but it's recognizable. It's a quiet stream. Your pace quickens as you head to the water's edge. just going to sit here by the water for a second or two, a moment. You're leading us by still waters. You've led us here. If you're thirsty, drink. If you need to be washed, jump in the water. Get your feet wet. Take your shoes off. Lay in the grass.
things for you. My soul thirsts for you. How can we be surrounded with such beauty from where we came from? How could the scenery change so drastically? for this part was Selah a breath in the journey a quiet resting place the waters are lovely there's so much life to be seen so many sounds to be heard. You're captivated at the beauty of creation. God's beauty his great design but there's something in you that knows that this is what he's made and it's beautiful but that means there must be more see what he's made, but who is this maker? You begin to lean into the sense that there's something on the other side of the stream. There must be more. So you dare to venture away from this breath of a place even though it's so lovely. That can be hard. But you choose to keep walking down this little path. 
put your shoes back on. And you come to a bridge. And you know you're supposed to cross this, this stream. There's something more on the other side. And we know that Jesus is the bridge. It's through him, only through him, that we have access to the Father. We have access to the other side. Do we dare venture across the bridge? Will it hold us? Can we trust it to carry our weight? Is it stable? Well, we decide If there's something greater on the other side of this bridge, then we must cross it. Let's cross this bridge together, step by step, trusting that the bridge will hold you. your time Has the scenery changed? Have the sounds changed? (laughs) 
once across the path continues and as we find our footing and we continue down the forest completely opens up and just around the bend There's a hill I can see in the distance There's a structure on the top of that hill As you get And so we continue being refreshed by the stream. We feel that we have the energy to make our way up this hill. And as we continue the structure that we saw in the distance is becoming more clear. It looks as though this is a fortified city. I see big walls surrounding the outline of buildings. What could this place be? The walls are high. This place seems impenetrable. Impenetrable. As we approach the gate, we're looking, observing, hearing, knowing sensing that we need to go in is the city gate open is the city gate closed how do I get into this place Find yourself in this place. 
How do we cross this threshold into the city? on the other side of these big walls a sense of peace washes over me this is a very safe place I begin to look around city square is it crowded and bustling is it empty who do you see streets, you realize this place is much larger than it looked like on the outside. You've settled in your heart that you could spend eternity exploring this new place or this place you've bit visited before there's so much to be seen and you're overcome with the sense that you don't want to be a tourist that just sees the best spots spots that all the people go to but you want to know this city that there's more than meets the eye alleys and passageways to explore yet you're compelled that there's a reason that you're here 
haven't found it yet. So you continue to the heart of the city. You look up and before you is the most breathtaking palace like none you've ever seen or imagined before. that this is the heart of the city. You know that this is the government of the city. This is where the decisions are made. This is where the authority lies. This is where the king rules and reigns from as he governs his kingdom. the door and knocks and the door is open what do you see before you you are led through beautiful hallways and corridors taking in your surroundings that everything is bigger than you that everything is sovereign outside of you that all things are being held together in such a bigger way than any control that we could have through these corridors and these hallways. You see the pictures on the walls. You are led through beautiful hallways and corridors to a room that you know is the throne room. doors open before you. You enter. Look around. What do you see? 
who's there. Are there others in the room? Or is it just you? Is it alive and electric in the room? Or is it still and calm? on the throne in all of his splendor before you in all of his majesty in his position of ruling and reigning in his hands all power and authority He summons you to approach. So, you walk. One foot in front of the other, closer to the king. Again, step by step. You reach the point where you cannot approach any further. And you bow low. All is still. Heaven and earth wait. What's the king gonna do?
and then the king stands. The room falls silent. I'm bowed low. my surprise he approaches me one foot in front of the other he leans down And he grabs my hand. He looks into my eyes. And I can't look away. We've heard how his eyes are like fire. He pulls me up, still holding my hand, and he leads me to the side of the room. He's come down from the throne, and he's walking with me. a curtain just to the side hmm. I just heard do you trust me draws me to the curtain and I know that this is not a usual passageway for visitors he's leading me through it I have the sense that he wants to show me something Something behind the scenes. <laughs> I'm still 
holding my hand. He leads me down a hallway that leads to another hallway. hallway full of doors what are these doors for what's in these rooms and he's just smiling as he leads me Some hallways are dark, so he carries a lantern. Some are well lit. I have a sense that he wants to show me a specific door, a specific room. This is my door. gestures to me to open the door so I reach for the handle and the door is locked part of the story that I or the journey that I don't know how to segue into the natural so bear with me but the Lord spoke to me and said all the women need to leave with a key because he's going to give them keys this weekend and I was thinking about in the 
the world's eyes when a boyfriend gives a girlfriend a key to her apart to his apartment it's like a really important thing it's almost like a proposal to give us a key to give access to this place that he's prepared for us so if you don't want to lose your spot in the journey where you are. You don't want to get up. It's totally fine. You can put your hand up. If you don't care what kind of key it is and you just trust that the key that you get is the key that the Lord has for you, you can put your hand up and I'll get someone like Lindsay to come and bring you a key because I believe the Lord at this part of the journey is giving keys to open the doors that are in front of us. And if you're more particular and you love making your own choice, which is totally fine, there are keys set up here on the ledge. And I would ask you to come and get one as the Lord leads you. time and take it back to your spot and I's just gonna keep playing and this is your part this is where you and the Lord go into that room he opens the door by giving you the key you can explore what's in there it's just an empty room that he's asking you to inhabit maybe it's filled with things that you need in this season in this time maybe it's the past memories that you need to be reminded of his goodness whatever it is it's yours with the Lord and you're welcome to come and get a key let's try and stay in this place to give room for the women that want to keep exploring this room or rooms that the Lord has spot just put your hand up and someone will bring you a key
He's prepared this place for you.
if you're still needing a key, put your hand nice and high so I can see. of you found that you got stuck at parts of the journey, I would encourage you to find someone you love and trust, or ask the Lord for someone you don't love and don't trust, to walk you through the rest of the journey. (laughs) Sometimes those can be different. Sometimes we hear, we pick what we want to hear and not what we need to hear. God, we thank you that you speak to us in so many ways. I acknowledge that this is just one aspect of how you speak to us. We thank you that you are carving out revelation in our carnal minds. That you are creating pathways in us to find you when we find ourselves in dark places, when we find ourselves in the wilderness. Because we have journeyed on paths to you when we're doing okay and when we're rocking it in life, and when we can that we know how to get to you when we're not rocking it and when we're not killing it and when it's hard and dark God I pray that these places you took us in our imagination and in our minds that they could be places that we go often with you and that you would reveal yourself to us continuously at a deeper way and a deeper level. That we have these places of meeting with you, God, whether it's the stream or in the bustling city or behind the curtain. We thank you for this morning. 
We thank you for allowing us to venture to places we may not have wanted to go or even thought we could go. We thank you that you're faithful. You're always speaking and you're always making yourself known to us. You're always meeting us where we have to stop. Where we come to our end, you come and meet us.